Puddles in the morning, puddles in the evening, puddles in the afternoon. Well, I'm a puddle boy and she's a puddle girl. The Puddles podcast is starting real soon. Oh, what's going on? Welcome to Puddles with Andrew Collin, a.k.a. Dry Dick, a.k.a. Poop Hands, a.k.a. Garbage Face, a.k.a. Mice, a.k.a. Twelve Falls, a.k.a. Old Gray Balls. Um, got a great episode. Mark Norman is on the episode. Great stand-up comedian. I thought we had a really good talk. Um, I'm a little excited. I just booked my ticket. I was going to drive down to Florida, but now I'm flying And I'm going to hang out with some of my high school friends. I'm really excited. I like hanging out with my high school friends. They're they're very Florida. They're very laid back. Um, And when I see them, we really, we just just have the ability to pick it up right where we left it off. It's really weird how, like, seamless it seems um, when you hang out with people that you really, like, grew up with that come from the same place that you really have a similar understanding of the world, whether it's good or bad, who knows? And uh, I'm excited to show them the new Jaguar tattoo. And then the palm tree. I feel like that's what a palm tree would sound like maybe in the wind or something. Yeah. I got these tattoos. Fuck it. You know, I'm 40 years old. It might be a midlife crisis. I can't afford a Porsche 911. So I got these tattoos instead. Also, I feel like I might get some hotter girls, you know, some girls with like fake tits that like to ride motorcycles, but I would only fucking drive a Vespa, but still you get it. Um, Yeah. So I'm excited to go to Florida. I'm leaving on Thursday and uh, my buddy's going to let me use, I was going to drive down, but my buddy's going to let me use his orange Jeep Wrangler which is the most Florida car ever. I can't fucking wait to drive that thing around with the fucking top down with my tattoos with some freaking Oakleys on. Your boy's going to freaking clean up. Uh, Let's read a story. Keep submitting your stories. I really appreciate it when you write your stories. Um, They're really fucking funny. Uh, This one is interesting because I've never done this, but I can see why it would really annoy a woman. Um, Let me see here. Where the fuck is it? Of course, now I can't fucking find it. You know, it's funny. I'm staying at my buddy's condo in Florida and It's like in an old, I mean, the people in Vero Beach, Florida are so fucking old. And I'm just going to cruise around. Maybe I'll play some shuffleboard. Maybe I'll just have a heart attack just to feel like I fit in, you know? Um, Who knows? Let's see. Oh, here we go. All right. Well, where to start? One night I was pretty wasted and took this guy home with me. We started hooking up and he took my shirt off. He then proceeds to bite, not nibble, bite my nipples. I then tell him, ouch, that hurts. He laughs and says, you know you like it. I mean, I get that, I guess, when you're like, oh, no, you really want this fuck. And it's like, no, motherfucker, my nipples hurt. You're not doing a good job. Fucking listen to me, you stupid bitch. 
So I stop him and decide it's my drunken mission to teach him how to appropriately nibble if he wants to be a biter. In my drunken mind, I am saving other women from his werewolf teeth. I bet you one girl was like, bite my nipples, stab me in the back, shoot my knee, um, kill my dog, like some like crazy bitch. And then he took that. and He's like, oh, that's what every girl likes or that or he's like mad at his mom or something. All right, he tries then to go down on me and starts legit biting my clit. I then give up and decide this is the end of our hookup. Okay, if a guy is gnawing on your clit, first of all, you must have a nice size clit to be gnawed on. But um, I mean, what this guy sounds like fucking like, uh, what's that show with the vampires? Fuck, not Bloodline. True Blood, yeah. Maybe he was a vampire. I don't know. I wake up the next morning. My boobs are so sore. I go to get in the shower and realize I have scabs on my nipples that did not go away for at least two weeks. Oh, my God. How long was I teaching him? How hard was he biting? I recovered and have not let anyone bite me since. Thought you would get a kick out of this disaster hookup story for the podcast. I mean... What a fucking, like, I wonder if that guy, like, learned his lesson. I wonder if he's like, uh, this girl stopped me at biting her clit. Uh, that's what I like to do. I'm a fucking biter. Uh, I always find it annoying when, like, a girl will, like, bite or leave, like, a hickey without asking you. It's like, I don't want to think about this hookup for longer than an hour. I already regret it midway through. You know, I'm just drunk. I don't like anything about you. Like, I feel like this girl was probably looking at this guy like at two in the morning, it's the end of the night. And you're like, fine, I'll fuck this hairy, disgusting vampire. And then he starts biting your nipples. You already regretted it before he even started to bite your nipples. Next thing you know, you got scabs on your nipples. Then you can't hook up with the guy you actually want to hook up with when you're sober because some fucking drunk fat werewolf sucked on your tits. Like uh, it's an apocalypse and he needs the last bit of milk. So he just gnaws on him like a fucking asshole. But, you know, maybe he learned his lesson, though. I mean, biting your clit. I mean, this guy is just really aggressive. I try to bite. I got these little ass teeth, though. I don't know if I'd. I don't know. It's funny. You always think when a girl sucks a dick, you're like, don't use too much teeth. You never think about it as the guy going down on you. But, hey, equal opportunity. You know, feminism, you could get your uh, genitals bit too with too much teeth. Anyhow, great episode. Mark Norman, you're going to love it. He's a really funny comedian, great conversation. And um, thanks for listening. And uh, if you want to hear more of me, go to my Patreon, uh, Puddles with Andrew Collin on Patreon.com and send me uh, more stories. Maybe some guy bit your toenails. All right. Later. All right. Welcome to Puddles with Andrew Collin. Uh, I'm Andrew Collin. I'm here with uh, Sam Morell. Hey. <laughs> now, Mark Norman is here. Great comedian. You might know him from Joe Rogan and 50 times on Late Night. 
it's interesting. You were you tackled late night and did Rogan. Rogan hates late night. <laughs> Doesn't mind you though for some reason. Well, he likes comedy and he <laughs> likes go getting cum guzzling douches, and that's myself. But uh, I get it. Late night. When I grew up, I thought late night was the the bee's knees. You do that and you're set for life. And turns out it's the exact opposite. Zero people give a shit. None of it matters. Actually, if you bomb on late night, you'll get more views. Yeah, isn't that weird? It's like yeah. Bill Burr on SNL recently. Exactly. I mean, because people love an uncontrarian that goes against the. What is that about? I'll tell you what it's about. I've studied this shit. It's just, <laughs> it's just something you don't see. You know, the Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones is like the biggest news. It's yeah. Because it's out of place. It's different. It's weird. We we caught something. You know, every photo I put up on Instagram, some asshole has to go. Hey, you got the Reader's Digest in the in the background. It's from '88. It's got uh, Angela Lansbury on the cover, and you go, "Oh, good for you, Dickless! You caught the Angela Lansbury article. Come on, enjoy yeah. the photo." Yeah, what is it about that guy? There's that guy. I hate that guy. I, hate that guy. I fucking hate that guy, and I hate grammar Nazis. Both people yeah, yeah. get way too much credit for doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, and how about the guy when you tweet and then you go, "Oh, there's a typo," so you delete it. You cut and paste, and then you repost it the right way, and the guy has to post the old tweet like, I caught you, dickless. And you're like, I get it. I'm a human being. I made a mistake, and I redid it. Oh, you're so cool. You caught me, you fucking chooch. Also, Twitter, have an edit button. Oh, (laughs) well, I'll give you something on that, too, there, Chachi. Do you think without an edit button, you write... You, you take more time with a tweet? I think it could get you out of trouble. I think they like it. I think the written in stone factor is part of the, the appeal. Like Trump would go back and go, oh, shit, I got to take that Rosie O'Donnell stuff out. But now we got you with the Rosie O'Donnell stuff. So ah. I, think, I, I hate it, but it has to be that way. Much like a bad tattoo. <laughs> well, segue. Did you show the uh, No, home? not yet. Not yet. So the, they saw it on uh, – so, by the way, hieroglyphics – must have been hilarious. The guy that fucking the, the rapper? No, <laughs> no. Like back in the day oh, when they would yeah, draw yeah. on the cave and then fuck up. The original emoji. Yeah, the original emoji. Yeah. So I got this tattoo. I so I had this thing. It says puddles, right? This podcast is called Puddles. I got it the first week. Uh, I did the podcast. I thought it was a funny joke sure. to lean in and be like, I hope this is successful. Because well, what does the cat mean? The cat is. It I just be a puddle of, of water. <laughs> There's no reason. Or Puddle of Mud, the band? Oh, great band. Nah. Uh, fucking, so I, here's the, I, I was gonna, I walked into this fucking place, right? And this Asian woman, I go, I want a sloth, right? Like a fun sloth, like slow sloth. moving, I'm lazy, it's kind of funny. Totally. And she looked in my eyes and she goes, you're not a sloth guy. You are big cat, lion. Oh. And I was like, is she seeing me how I wanted to be seen? <laughs> yeah. You, you ever think about that? Like how you, how people perceive you versus how you perceive yourself? Oh, completely. They say if you saw yourself walking down the street, you wouldn't recognize you for a second. Oh like, shit. Oh my God. That's me. Cause we look in the mirror and see something else. Dude. I, I see my face different almost every day, but totally. So, same. so like this puddles, I guess it's going to sound cheesy, but like, I see myself a lot as a joke. Like when I got into comedy or like growing up, I was the joke. Yes. And yes, then, same. and then you become talented at something and you work on something. You're like, I don't want to be a joke anymore. <laughs> I want to yeah. be taken seriously, but you also don't want to lose the that. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. So- well, also with comedy, how many comics went serious and like activism? And look, being an activist is great and helping people and changing the world and whatever the hell else you want to tell yourself. But like, 
they got they lost their their funniness, their vulnerability, their 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 likability. You know, it, you got to be a little human to be funny. I think that's why fat guys are funny. You know, and ugly people. You see a hot guy, you go fuck that guy. He's not funny. <laughs> Even though Jezelneck is hilarious and Tosh is hilarious and Sarah Silverman's very attractive and she's funny, but it takes a second. Yeah, you want to keep that little funny edge. You do. You want it to keep it silly. You want to be a loser a little bit. You do. You do. You can't take yourself too serious. No. You can't. You can't uh, be too cool. That's the problem with com. Mm. And I know this looks cool. Like this is what a cool guy would get, right? Sure. Right. Arr. You know, arr. but it's fun. You know, yeah, it's well done. It's really beautiful. You, whoever did it. You know what's funny about this is that the Jaguar. I thought Jacksonville Jaguars. So I was like, oh, Florida. You know, I'll get a different cat. Everyone gets a lion. Everyone gets a tiger. I'll switch it up. Yeah. And I thought, oh, there's millions of Jaguars in Florida, mainly in Jacksonville, hanging out. <laughs> I Googled it after the fact, not since prehistoric times. Uh, <laughs> damn. Been... And so then I had this arm, and I was like, palm trees are definitely still in Florida. Yeah, that's I got true. this today. What? I... Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I got it like yeah, 20 it's... minutes ago. Whoa, it's so raw and scaly. And so jackpot is silly. And it's I was jackpot. just like, I, it's just a saying me and Nikki say. I got to tell you, man, this was a big, big jump. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is here forever. And this yeah. is on your, your outer body here. Like, this is on the exposed areas. <laughs> Back, shoulder, thigh. All right. But you're right on the, on the forearm there. I mean, what do you think? I'm going to be a doctor? Wow. You got to look at that every day. <laughs> yeah, I like it. But every time you apply for a bank loan and you hand them your, your ID, they're going to see that Jaguar, as you say. You know what's going to be worse? When they go on the computer and see my credit is 48. Yeah. I have yeah. a horrible credit. My right. credit, if my credit was a tattoo, it would just be a cow with AIDS bleeding. <laughs> like, it would I take be... it back then. The credit <laughs> and the tattoos match. <laughs> you made the right choice. Do you have a tat? No, I can't commit to a fucking haircut, let alone a, a ink blot on my skin for 68 years. You don't change your look up at all. No, I look the same. I look like the same piece of garbage I did in third grade. But I'm saying, though, you stick to. Your look, like yeah. you have a look that you go to. You don't have, like I, I grow out the beard. I grow my hair. You have the same thing. It's a tattoo. Your face is a tattoo. Yeah, face is a tattoo. I wear the same jeans every day. I might change my shoes every six weeks. And uh, Like even New Balance, that's like the comedian shoe. Yeah, well, they're the most comfortable <laughs> shoe, the hands down. I don't care if they're alt-right or Nazi, whatever, or N-word, whatever you want to go with. They're a hell of a shoe. Yeah, I mean. And they're cheap. I mean, those are those look like grandpa shoes. Those are cool, though. You I know, mean, it's weird. They look like bowling shoes. Let's show the audience yeah. here. They look like bowling shoes or some weird brown whatever, and black guys go nuts for these. Really? Yeah, it's like catnip for black. <laughs> blacknip. <laughs> Wait, why? Why? I don't know. They're like, those are fresh. Those are fire. They got gold in them. Maybe it's the gold, but it's also no, brown leather and shit, and, and it, it's unique looking, I think. It looks like some kind of special order, you know, some custom-made shit. Could remind them of their grandma's couch that was put in. Yeah, fucking. yeah exactly. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, it makes my tattoos look good, but it looks cool on you though. You know, <laughs> what? Um, I mean, they look they're well done. I mean, can I ask? What? Let me see. Four hundred. Uh, a little bit more, to be uh, honest. Man, that's the other thing with like poor people. They're like, I need money, and I'm like, you got eight thousand dollars worth of tats on your neck. Yeah, no, I I definitely went overboard here. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm gonna be back in my parents in Florida. I guarantee within two years, begging has, for money. Has Nikki seen him? 
Yeah, she's she thinks I'm going insane. I think so too. I might call her just to discuss these. <laughs> I mean, I just I don't know. Like, I, so I'm Jewish, and in yeah. in a Jewish religion, you can't have like my yeah. mo- my mother would always be like, you you can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery, you know. And I was like, she's like, you can't have tattoos. She had eyelid permanent eyeliner, and I go, well, what the fuck is that? And Good she point. goes, that's for aesthetics. I go, this I'm trying to get fucked with this mom does that help you get fucked though i feel like a a decent gal will see that and turn the corner or pull out the the mace nah david beckham fucks wow (laughs) david beckham's a six four hottie with uh abs and a a, you know big paycheck yeah you're five eight and you know dad bod and you you're an opener come on man all right i'm going too hard here no you're not you're not going hard enough you pussy all no, right, let's do can it. Can you imagine we just start fighting? Yeah. yeah, what um did you see this uh Harry Styles in a dress? Yeah. So Candace Owen who Oh, we doing news now? Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm bored. I, no, I'm bored with like I don't want to just be like so where did you start? We've I, already I agree, we've had that conversation on here. Great. I, just I feel didn't like know you were news guy now. I'm very news. Okay, bring it cuz I don't read the news. So lay it on me. Oh no. So Candace Owen came out uh, Harry Styles wore a dress. I saw that, yeah. And she said, "What happened to being a manly man?" And and so then he posted something on Instagram today. Uh, wearing like a like a blousey shirt, eating a banana, mm. and he goes, "Is this man enough?" Ooh! But she wins. <laughs> she wins. I don't know. Here's my thing. I went to an SNL after party. I don't know five years ago with Che and a bunch of guys, and I brought my lady to it, my girlfriend, and Harry Styles was the musical guest, and she was like, "Oh my god, he's so hot." I mean, granted, he was in a a hot suit with eight eight cross dangling down here, but like. He's a sexy, good-looking guy, and he's going to get – I mean, he puts a dress on. He'll get laid more. And that, the fact that people are talking about it. Also, Dennis Rodman wore a wedding dress. David Bowie's uh, all, all day long in a dress. You know, like, this is not new shit. And I know Candace Owens, you know, she's a, a – a, what do you call it? Uh, articulate lady. <laughs> yes. You know, an el- eloquent woman. She seems like an educated, smart lady, and she's pretty funny. But this is not new I don't know. Rockstar has been doing this shit for decades. This is my, I, I agree with everything you said. All I right. think Harry Styles would fuck anyone's wife on top of their manly fucking face. Totally, totally. They'd be in their construction outfit with Wranglers and he's fucking her with a, you know, with a fucking blouse on, on top of his head. But yes. my point is, is Candace Owen, she says, Oh, I need a manly man. And people are like, what oh my god he you don't have to it's a social construct all that right he calls her out people are gonna say her name and it's only gonna get her more famous of course i hate all this shit it's just high school it's just back and forth ping pong gossip uh trolling let's get more famous and look she's smart because it's working that's why that's why i said she wins that's that was my Uh, point not because like she's no dress no 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 i don't care what you wear you can fucking wear whatever the fuck you want my my point is is that what's interesting is when you call someone out and, and then they don't respond, that's really sad. Like if you try to troll yes, someone, yes, yes, that's yeah. good. Silence is the ultimate win. It's the best. Like you ever go to a roast and they're roasting all their friends and there's a guy on the dais. There's always that one guy who nobody roasts, which is the ultimate zing because no one even cared about you enough to think <laughs> about a joke for you. Ultimate zing is not even zinging. So, yeah, good point. She wins. She, she gains followers. And, sure, she's only going to get one side of the, uh, the aisle. But once 
a full one side is better than a couple on both sides. 100%. But, I guess. So, but why, why do people – I guess it goes back to your, your Starbucks or whatever at, in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, why do people get so revved up yeah. by one person going – you know, oh, we need manly men. Like, it's not even a good dig. It's no, not even like, no, not really. it's so easy. It's right there. Totally. Maybe that's why people respond to it because it's so easy and so right. relatable. Well, everybody's so tribal now and it's so, uh, everybody's so bored. We're staring at our phones. We're staring at our screen. We're not going outside. No one has a job. So you go, I'm on this side and I don't like what he said or I don't like what she said. And then you got to go, we got to defend our team or else our lives are meaningless, which they are. And we're kind of bankrupt of creativity and anything going on. So let's attack. And I think Candace Owens, as much as people hate her, she's smart because she's like, this will work. Watch, watch. It's like feeding the pigeons. Just throw the fucking feed out and they all flock and go crazy. And then your shit lights up and now you're getting more advertising, more followers, more, more money. So then why, I guess it's the same thing with Trump, right? Like, they lean into it, so they get the attention, right? And but it's, it's just human nature. I mean, look at yeah. sports. We do it with the fucking Bills. The Buffalo Bills are playing. We're out here in 20-degree weather <laughs> with a hoodie on and a face paint and a flag. Woo! And if you talk shit, we might yeah. fight you. Yeah, it's all and, and if you fucking talk shit, you're talking shit about my dad because yeah. my dad loved them. My dad died in front of me with a, Bulls, a Bills jersey <laughs> on, and he choked on a brat. Ah, Bill's Mafia. Yeah, and then exactly. my dad would always throw me through a table. And then, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I gave him a Southern accent, but it's just <laughs> the idea. It's just like, that's what you're fighting against. You're fighting against, uh, if you're calling out my bills, you're, my dad says it's tough to like the bills. And right. you're man again. Exactly. You can't be in a dressing room for the bills. Yeah. You're a fucking little bitch. And look, I'm somewhere in the middle. I don't listen to any of this shit. I don't care about any of this shit. I'm just trying to write jokes and have sex and eat, eat uh, peanut butter. But, like, I think they get mad at you for that. People go, oh, look at this douche in the middle. Oh, you coward. I'm like, I think you're just jealous. I, I'm living free. I got my feet up. I'm watching Matlock. I'm having a blast drinking a beer. Yeah, why do people think then you don't care? But yeah, it's like I don't. And they're <laughs> I don't either. Yeah, I don't and I don't, I don't think care. they do either. That's a good point. They don't care either, but it, it it reveals that their lives are empty and and just boring. And it's like when remember the kid, you're from the south. Yeah. I'm also from the south. A lot of Catholicism, a lot of Christianity down there. And I oh, remember yeah. sitting in the back seat of a car and I was like 6. And I was going, "You really believe in God?" To my friend, he's super religious. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." And I could see the mom like, oh, what the hell is going on with this hippie kid, you know? And I was like, ah, but this, obviously it doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. You actually crunch the numbers. You got to go to heaven. Heaven's supposed to be perfect, but my grandma's there. I hate my grandma. It's, it's all this and that and whatever. And uh, he was like, yeah, of course. And then he got mad at me. He's like, fuck you for, you know, saying he's not real. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'm getting to him a little bit. Maybe you're realizing it's not real and whatever it is. So I think it's part of that. Like, if you start questioning stuff, they're like, Ah, this is stupid. This is a waste of time. You also got to remember, we're on Earth for one blip. We're here for one second. It's all, I'm 37. I was 22 six minutes ago. You're going to waste it doing this shit? Come on. No, it is interesting you do that because it's like, this guy, if you're just told this whole time, Jesus is, whatever, we don't have to get too into religion, but the idea of like, you one time go, but is like, but why? Yeah. And it's so hard to answer that yeah, why. the why. And then if you give a little logic, and then they're like, they've they never even it. heard the other logic before. Yeah. And I've heard, like, I've seen different, I've had conversations at bars or, like, 
I, I've seen shit on the internet where like someone will come in with a strong like theory yeah. and then they'll hear like different logic because they're just maybe yeah. dumb or whatever or or they finally hear the right lot and they go oh and then they, they change that's rare that's rare i don't i don't feel like i see that anymore really yeah especially now because now it's like i gotta defend my hill and i'm gonna die on this hill and you can't change me and if you do change me a little it pokes holes in my whole argument and i i have zero <laughs> self-worth and reason for living I could, I'm so, I'm not gullible, but if I hear something that's the same way, I'll change in a second, dude, you could tell me something right now about my, like, first of all, I hate my tattoos now. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Well, join the club. (laughs) But I did a road gig in Pennsylvania (laughs) a couple weeks ago and I rode up, you know, I had a couple guys uh, opening on the show. It was at Soul Joel's. I drove up with this Trump comic, big right wing guy, which is rare. I'm not going to out him because he'll get shit. But he had all these points about Republicans and the right and all this. And I was like, I never heard this angle. I never heard that. And I took it all in. And at the end of it, I was like, am I conservative? Holy shit. And then I drove down back to New York with a, a, a super liberal guy who's super woke, blue, yeah. you know, the whole thing. And it, he had some great points. I'm like, no, maybe I am liberal. And I, I swear to God, if I was just in one car, I'd be a whole different person. Dude, that, I mean, that's it's sad. That is, I'm so uh, manipulated easily. What's the word? Uh, and then you, but it is interesting because then I'll go, wow, that's good points. And then I'll wake up two days later and not remember e- anything either one of them said and then just go about my life. That's how I'm being, the same way. And then maybe that's why we get along because we're just two dopey retards bopping around life just trying to get a hamburger. I mean, that's all like this. It goes back to the tattoo thing. I was thinking about it because people were like, you can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery. And I was like, well, why? I'll be down there and they're complaining about being cramped, right, you know? Right. But a redneck. <laughs> Would be like this is the most space I've ever had. Like right. I, I, you know, I can straight, I can fucking strain out my legs. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like they'll be way more chill. Like I have a redneck family. My dad remarried a redneck woman. I have redneck stepbrother, and they're the most chill people on earth. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like oh, they're chill. Too there's chill. no judgment. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could go the other way, sure, and then sure. next thing you know, you're on meth and yeah. you're you're fucking a donkey. But like, right. like and you know that's florida but but my point yeah yeah you can there's somewhere in the middle of everything i agree i love the gooey middle you know it's the best part of the 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 oreo it's the best part of the sandwich it's the best part of a threesome it's great but some would say that your comedy i guess wouldn't is not in the middle oh really well i'm not you know a lot of people have been talking no 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 but no i'm saying like you're People love your comedy because you have great observations, but your observations aren't just vanilla. Like if you're vanilla, if you're in the middle, there's a difference, I guess, between being in the middle and like seeing things and then being in the middle where some people hate you, some people love you. And I think that's kind of where you want to be in comedy. Completely. I I watch a Bill Burr YouTube clip and I read the comments and they're like, this fucking liberal cuck bitch he's so he went left i hate him now and then the next comment is like this guy is so alt-right it's clear it's obvious he's so angry and and loves trump and you're like that's a great comic when you're just two people have built their whole world around what you're saying and they're both wrong that's fucking great so good so So good i I, uh it is interesting like with trump now losing whatever unless he like blows up the world on the last day uh no one is going to really talk about politics, like comics I hope, wise. I hope. I think. Well, I there's mean, two theories. Either it's going to change everything. Now the, the left is in power and we can all relax and we can all go back to making fun of politics and whatever. Or, 
or we could go back to making good offensive jokes, or the the left is going to double down and go, now we're in charge, motherfucker. You know, choke on this and shove your face in the sand. Yeah. So that's the two theories, and we'll I guess we'll see. I I hope the first one, but yeah, yeah the, the the the. But my point being is like, I never wanted to talk about politics. Never, my whole life, I never. voted for Nader. Okay. Oh wow. In Florida. Wow. <laughs> like when it was like Gore first. Like I, I essentially get blame me for the Iraqi war. <laughs> like it on me. It's on me. All oh, right. My bad. And uh, I never fo- And look, part of it is privilege, right? I grew up, but like I grew up kind of in a smallish town. Like I, I just say nothing really affects you there. Yeah. Just like totally. with like COVID now, it's like well, it's not hitting us, so it's not really a real thing. Right. But. My point being is like I so I started talking about Trump because I was finally like he's so fucking annoying. Yeah. But the last thing I want to do is talk about Trump or about so people are like, oh look at you. I was like, I don't want to fucking talk about this I'm guy. So sick of it. And I don't go, want you're to. You're part of the problem. You're not helping. I'm like, you're not helping either. You think you're helping by tweeting, but you're not helping, and you think you are. So that's actually worse. At least I know I'm not helping. <laughs> yeah. You're not helping, and you think you are. <laughs> Brutal. It's like Michael Rappaport's whole thing is like. Going at Trump. And at first, I'm like, yeah, this is inspiring. Like, not inspiring, but just, like, finally someone's trying to bully a bully, yeah, right? Yeah, right. And then it just becomes, like, you see through all these things. I know, they just I become, know. Like, it, uh, like, branding. This is my brand. This is my thing. And I'm trying to cap. Oh, it got some hits. And then it all becomes, like, oh, this is all just about you. This is all coming back to you. You, you say you're saving the world, but you, this is all your narcissism. And things are working out when you do it this way, so I'll just keep going. If it didn't work out, you would stop. What is your what what would you say your brand is? I I just try to be funny. Like I'm such a, a comedy nut that I I hear all these Trump jokes and I just get annoyed because I'm like, it's been done. We did yeah. it. Like I get it. He's a psychopath, uh megalomaniac guy, but we got it. So I'm like, if I hear one ziggy zag new original take, I don't care what side it's on, I'm on board. Just because yeah. it's good for comedy. Yeah. So that's how I, I'm a I'm a comedy first guy. Yeah. But, but you don't, you don't, you don't, but when you do your Instagram, right? When you do social media, yeah. do you, when you tweet, you just fucking. I'm you, just thinking, oh, this is fun. I'm in the yeah. shower going, oh, that's kind of funny. I'll tweet it. Yeah. You don't even think no about agenda. it. What I about with no... Instagram? Do you even think about any of that stuff of how you're perceived? Not or... really. Maybe I should, but I don't. I go, oh, this is my funniest tweet this week. I'll put it on Instagram. Yeah. Whether it's left, right, gay, black, Jew, whatever, I'll put it up. But I feel like your inst- your Instagram for sure. I'm not like I'm not on Twitter that much. But your Instagram is like whether you mean it or not. You definitely show yourself very w- well. Like you oh, show. Really? I think you do. I think you lean like Thanks. like. I mean, people look at you. They look at like Sam Morell, and they're like, "That's a comic. That's a." Oh, and oh, I think people great. fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all I want. I thought I know I this to be comics. I know. Everybody's a fucking superhero and <laughs> and uh, changing the world and all this shit. But you're never that like you're you're a silly guy. Yes. But you don't look at my shirt. What do you got under there? But you got New Orleans boxing, which is cool. Oh, that was a free merch. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> Make queef great. <laughs> I mean, come on, I'm fucking around. I'm a goofball. That's all I want to do. But this is so you, Mark, because you come off as you're goofy. Yes. But you're cool. I don't know about cool. No, but this is the thing. I don't, I think you downplay your coolness. I definitely. You got a cool know. car. It's a 1973 BMW. You drive a, like a cool motorcycle thing around like a wild man. You skateboarded. <laughs> the moped, but I'll take it. <laughs> but yeah, but, but no, it looks you. Cool. It looks yes. Cool. 
But, yeah, you know, I appreciate it. Look, I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood. I went to public school. I was the last thing from cool. I was the dorky, token, chubby white kid with bad teeth and curly hair. I mean. What changed? Well, you could, you could call me cool all day. It's not, I, I, even if I am cool, I'm that supermodel that looks in the mirror and, and just sees a fat chick. Yeah. You know, I have that with cool. Yeah. Whatever that is, cool dysmorphia or whatever. So, yeah, I, I don't see it. I don't know. This is a free sweater. I wear it. The shirt I got for free. I'm not coming at you. I'm, not, right, uh, I'm, not, I'm not like, hey, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I'm, I appreciate it, but yeah. I just, I don't know. I think you're off here. All right. Well, I'll take well, it. Well, we'll have some blacks. I feel yeah. like they have the, the, the cool barometer down. Yes. I, but I just don't think you're as, as silly. You don't come, at least you're, uh, I can't see you being like doing a funky dance or whatever, like making a silly face. Like you still like, you have a, a level of like integrity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That maybe that's the word integrity okay. instead of I, coolness. Comedically maybe. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I've had chlamydia 17 times. I uh, <laughs> Where? Well, my dick. <laughs> No, I know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. Uh, what? Uh, you've been with your woman for a while now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's and she keeps giving you chlamydia, huh? <laughs> she's, you keep was, going back. That was in the old days. I was a. Uh, I sometimes I look back on my old uh, wildings and I go, "How the fuck did I live? How am I alive?" Like I used to go to L.A. with no hotel booked, and I would go. If I don't book a hotel, it's going to motivate me to find a place to sleep, and I'll just see what happens. Wow. I was all about, like, the unknown. Like, let's see if I find a place. And I slept in my car many nights and woke up at, you know, two hours of sleep, hung over, you know, aching because you're, you're all fucking jacked up. And some bike cop goes, hey, dude, dude, go, that's go happened to here. me so many times. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody so, has that in them anymore. It's a little bit of a well, it's like hitchhiking, yeah. but like, but like a little safer than a little hitchhiking. Safer, yeah. But it's a little bit of the unknown, a little bit of an adventure. And, and it, and it forces you to get outside your comfort yes, zone. I guess. Or because you're going to wind up sleeping in the back of your car. Exactly. And you know, look, it's scary to hit on girls, but you go, you got nowhere to sleep, buddy. Give it that extra oomph because <laughs> you need a, a shower. You need a fucking glass of water in the morning, you know? So you're like a homeless guy that's just like that, like a homeless Casanova in a way. Like <laughs> there, there was a guy, there was a, a dude in New York who would like just get fucked up, but he was handsome. And he's like, yeah, I've fucked thousands of women and that. I've never paid for rent. I saw that article. Yeah. And then it's funny that women get so mad about it. Like, look at this piece of shit. I'm like, you guys do that with dinner your whole life. You ever paid for a night out ever? I read a story on this. I, so I read a story at the beginning of this podcast. And this girl was like, uh, this guy was giving me rapey vibes. Ooh. He was he was really scaring me. But he took me to a really nice steakhouse. And it's just like, and she had like, I mean, it was kind of funny, like okay, how she was playing okay. it. But it was like also interesting to hear like what you'll put up with for crab cakes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like if he made a McDonald's right. and he came off with a, with a <laughs> rapey, you would be like, okay, I'm. You know, I don't think I'm going to hang out, but it's totally. like, maybe let's wait until the appetizer. Right. right. <laughs> that is such an odd thing. Like, you're going to buy me McDonald's on this date. You think you're going to get some? You're like, so are you just implying that if I spend more money, I get to see your vagina? It's a very strange system that we've all just accepted. And like, where's the feminists on that? And all, you know, it's like, it's basically prostitution. Like, he took me yeah. to Dairy Queen and thought he was going to get some of this. And he's like, well, don't you want to fuck? Too? like what does it get some of this like don't you have urges i never got that whole world also who doesn't like dairy queen i know it's like, then you're coming off like your privilege and your snob through yeah. saying that you're not you're not gonna fuck 
exactly. for that amount of whatever. And then the reward is your vagina. Like, who's the the anti women person here? I think it's you. Like, yeah, yeah. I thought women wanted to fuck. If you don't want to fuck the guy, don't go on a date with him in the first place. I don't know. Why all can't we strange. just hand them money? Yeah, I mean, just that's what it comes down to if you really uh, break it all down. Yeah, I mean, and then you, the problem is you go out to that first dinner really nice, and then they expect that dinner, and then it's like next thing you know, you're fucking six dinners in. You still haven't fucked. Right, right. Because you're treating them nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other bag of hammers. The whole, like, women are like, you got to be kind of a dick, and you're like, all right, well, that's confusing, too. <laughs> And then there's toxic masculinity, but I thought you wanted a dick, but, and then you like sex, but you don't want it from him. And then women are like, we're just as horny as men. And you're like, well, will you fuck me? No. Okay. And they're like, well, I'm not attracted to you. And you're like, I'm not attracted to you either, but I'll still fuck you. you know? And then they, then they want to fuck you yeah, after yeah. that comment. Well, not me, but uh, yeah, it's all very strange. So I, well, the problem is women are so secretive. They, they, we don't know anything about women. Nothing. They they hold it all in. They tell they all their girlfriends, though. They tell the girlfriends and, and maybe a gay guy who can leak it to you if you're lucky. But it's like the fucking Russian. Uh, what is it? Not the DMV. What's the Russian FBI? <laughs> See, oh, the, the not the Gestapo. Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the three I people mean, listening are, are yelling at their screen right now. Hey, first of all, it's six people. Uh, now. Uh, it's been sorry. a uh, No, the. Um, Fuck, whatever. You know, you get a gal, a gal drunk. Tonight. KBG. KBG. K- KGB. KGB. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well done, sir. Yeah, I'm just quiet for an hour, and yeah. you're like, why, did, why is he not talking to me? But you get a gal drunk, she's like, oh, when a guy touches a small of your back, that's such a, it's such a great move. And you're like, why won't you just tell us that? We'll all do it. But could it be, could it be that you don't ask the questions? I'm not trying to be – maybe Wait. I am being devil's advocate. You say they don't open up to you, but are you – talking to them and asking them and then they don't open i up. asked uh, i've asked a million women these questions like yeah friends like you know you wait tables there's a couple of lady servers and you're like what what do you like what's up with it and i'm not hitting on them i'm yeah. just trying to learn to, to so i can please a woman at some point uh who's not them and they're like oh here we go oh you know sense of humor and you're like come on give me the goods <laughs> like I've, I've learned that women like when you roll your sleeves up that's apparently hot uh, obviously, we know tall guys. We know uh, muscular is good. The tall thing is really just – they that's really lean into that. That's I mean, biological. That, that's the weird thing. Like, hey, I want to make as much money as you, and I want the equal power, but I want you to be bigger than me. You're like, <laughs> well, so maybe you don't want equal stuff because that's not equal. But, uh, look, this is all touching Well, Nikki waters. says you want to be with a big guy because they want to feel small. Right? right, it's also like when you put on his jacket, you're like, I'm in a little, I'm a little girl, and it's like fat guy in a little coat, right, but the right. opposite, yeah. skinny <laughs> girl in a big jacket, you right. know. And uh, I don't know, man. It's um, it, they really just lean into it though. They're just like, if you're not under, if you're under six two, go fuck yourself. And it's like, but, well, if you're yeah. under, uh, if you're over 140 pounds, how about that? I know. And they're like, why well, you're fat shaming? You're fat shaming. Very strange. And it's like, you know, I don't know. We get to the point, I think, as comedians where we're like, well, what if a guy did that? And then you're like, okay, you don't even want to say that anymore. Like, I was watching Pen15. Have you seen this? Yeah, it's a great show. Great show. So but fun. can you imagine a dude fucking uh, ju- know, doing the ju- when she's masturbating and uh, she has, like, cum on her hands? Of course, of course. If it was the other way around and we're, like, looking at, like, 10-year-old ch- it would come off a bit. Of and course. now, probably because society, there's more probably pedophiles that are men than women. Definitely. But still, it's just interesting, like, how we see things and how 
I don't know. No, no, it's very. That's why there are differences and there are nuances about men and women. It's weird when you're like, we're all equal, we're all the same. It's like, yeah, but if a guy was having a show where he made out with 15-year-old girls, it would be weird, and that's okay. <laughs> that's just how it is, and that's okay. Like, yeah. you got to stop saying it's equal when there's that kind of shit. You know, like, how many Me Too stories do you read about a lady producer, and everybody's like, oh, that's crazy, and you move on? You almost don't even want to – I've heard – whatever i'm not gonna like say names obviously on here but like i've heard things about certain people and it's almost like you don't want to call out a woman because then you're gonna be called a misogynist for calling her a rapist strange isn't that weird (laughs) or like i mean like i grew up in this neighborhood and like the the horrible things that were said to me as the white kid i was never like you're a racist because it just didn't feel right to call a black guy a racist even though he clearly was. And you were the minority in that And scene. in that situation, I was. But, like, they'd see an Asian guy be like, you kung fu, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, motherfucker. Which, like, imagine doing that to a black guy. Like, hey, you fucking Chris Tucker, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Martin Luther King guy. All great guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah very, that's true. Very successful. That's true. I'm Martin Luther King cheated on his wife all the time. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Gandhi did. I mean. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing, though. These guys were fucking nerds. They were in debate probably when they were in high school. It's like Tiger Woods, right? He got plenty of pussy open to him. He was a, he was a weird loser golfer. Yeah, yeah, of course. And so, like, you don't know until you get the option. You know what I mean? Does yeah. that make sense? Like, Martin Luther King probably didn't fuck that much before he started saying, like, I have a dream right. to fuck nine women. On, right. You know, but, but, you know, and then they get this power. Right. And so it's like, well, how much is it for this? And how much is it for your own personal Yeah, shit? and then women like power, but then if you use your power to get laid, that's bad. So it's all very tricky. And look, we should have a woman here to help us. No. Well, I mean, I, just, I would no, actually No, no, like I know, I know. I know, I usually have, I usually only have women on the podcast. Yeah. Because of this, because you want to, I do, I mean, I'm interested in what I'm they have I'm very interested, yeah. but they're so secretive. And that's, it's good for comedy because you can be like, you can make jokes about it. Well, I think they're secretive because of the judgment too. Like, if they go, you well, beat the judgment. I mean, it, you know, it's easy to go, but society says and all that. And you go, I know, but you got to change society. That's what I mean. That's what civil rights is. Yeah, it is interesting when they go, well, well, we dress like this because this is what society wants. And it's like, well, you are you. Yeah, you can decide up. today exactly to not wear what you think society deems whatever. Rosa Parks went to the front of the bus. Yeah, so the, but it's like, well, yeah, the victim mentality, right? And I a, guess there's a little bit of blaming. Like women get fucked all the time. They get screwed. They get talked down to. They get talked over. Like it's got to be hard. I, I I'm not a lady, but it's got to be tough. I can only my mom would sit me down when I was a kid. Like men hate women. Women hate women. They won't hire me because I'm a woman. Like I just had to absorb that when I was six, which was a lot of fun. But I know you're getting yelled at by the black kids and your mom's talking. <laughs> Did anyone like you? I, think I, I thought you were cool, Mark. The Asian guy that ran by, he was into me. But uh, wait, I forgot my point. Oh, so women hate women. Men hate women. It's hard for women, essentially. Oh, oh I got it back. Thank you. KGB? Yeah. But, uh, you know, like we talk about slut shaming. Nobody slut shames a lady more than herself. Like, I can't tell how many girls I know, like friends of mine who are like, Ah, I slept with this guy and I feel horrible about it and I liked him and I don't know if he likes me. And you're like, well, why do you feel bad? You got laid by a guy you're, you're into or find attractive. And she's like, ah, I don't know. I just feel bad. I'm like, I want to be with him now and I'm connected to him. And I'm like, 
you are you're slut shaming yourself mm. she's like i just feel i feel gross about it i don't know and it's like you're slut shaming you're a lady doing it to your own person that's crazy but we we, we would call it the societal thing and maybe it is societal but like yeah. It's still innate. It almost feels innate. It's like they're it's beaten into them. Well, I think they get mad at themselves because I think they, if they, and it's probably happened a lot where they fuck early, they fuck on the second date. Yeah. And instead of like, well, a, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong nothing with that. Nothing wrong with that. But that's how you have to change your mindset. You got to go, I got the fuck. My pussy felt great. Yeah. And then I don't need a connection with this guy. He's He actually smells a little bit. Right. And he didn't even fuck that good. What a loser. Right. Instead, you go, he's not calling me back. I felt, you know, maybe there would be a, like, yeah, and yeah. that's the connection of like a slut shame in the sense, like you're not getting rewarded because they want to be rewarded with a relationship. We're already rewarded with the sex already. Mm, interesting. Maybe, maybe. I don't maybe. know. See, that's why we need one here, but. Well, I talked to Nikki enough where like, it's so funny. Like I'll sit at the cellar table, even though I'm not past there, but you know, it's cool. Whatever. You know, it's politics. It's definitely not my comedy. Uh, no. Because you're a woman. <laughs> Fat tits. But Nikki always, what I like about Nikki, she's so honest. She'll be like, yeah, when you, a woman has sex with a guy, biologically, you get attached because you're supposed to, you know, in nature, make a baby with the guy. Yeah. And now you're not, and he won't call you back. But, like, what's so bad about the no callback? I, look, I'm not a lady, so this is why I ask. And then you get in trouble for asking. And then he calls seven times, and he goes, he's calling too ah, much. That's interesting, too. Yeah, that's a sweet spot for sure. Yeah. G spot. But I've never hit it. Uh, no, but they, 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 but they would draw the dicks on the comedy. So there's at the cellar. There, there's they give you um whatever chalk. Uh, chalk, and they're drawing the dicks of the guys they fucked recently. Wow, that's pretty cool. It's awesome. Yeah, but again, it's like goes back to like if me and you were drawing the pussies. Yeah, the it's cr- weird. It's, definitely it's weird. so fucking. It's just I don't know, man. It's I'm all just wild. Like, I am too. Though. I the older women. I get, I do too. Yeah, I love it. I want to understand them, but they they keep it close to the to the tits, and it's hard to get the real shit out of them. And then when they do tell you something, you're like, is this real? Or are you trying to poker face me again here? And it's, mm. it's tough. Do you feel like you can talk to your guy friends about like sensitive things or sure, open up? Sure. Oh yeah. Oh, because yeah. we're comics. But you think before you became a comedian, met other like, cause Joe, right. Your best, what Joe lit, he comes off as a sensitive guy. You Very. probably can talk about like totally. Real, totally. real shit. But I mean, growing up, yeah, I had a bunch of MOOC friends. They're all firemen now and like, you know, mechanics and shit and cops and whatever. So like, those yeah. guys were tough. Dude, I had a, my best friend went to West point mm. and he was in the army and shit. And, and he was like the starting quarterback and in, in, in high school and whatever. And like Italian family, Catholic. And I, I, st- I stayed there a lot. And I would sleep on the bed and he would sleep on the floor, actually. And late at night, we'd have these talks. Mm. But it was just me being a little bitch and then him not even responding. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if he was awake. Uh, you know? <laughs> but the funny thing is he's had those thoughts too, man. For sure. He just couldn't say them, which... Maybe maybe you're more of a real man or whatever the fuck. Put me in a dress. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting. I, I, I do find, like... It's uh, okay to have these thoughts and emotions and all that. You just don't want to be the complainy, bitchy guy. Yeah, I know, right? No one wants that guy around. Yeah. There's a line, right? There's a line. It's but okay. where does the line start in I end? think when it starts getting annoying, you got to pull back. Like, when you just want to vent to vent, and the guy's like, I got it, man. I can't help you. You told me. <laughs> It sucks. I get it. Pat on the back. We love you, but you got to just deal with this. So your mom died this morning. Stop being a <laughs> pussy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's why we have uh, therapy. 
but yeah, I, I uh, are you still I, going yeah. to therapy during COVID? I haven't gone since COVID, and uh, I can feel you'd... the bags piling up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do the Zoom therapy. I feel like sometimes with therapy, I feel like I'm getting ripped off, and then the Zoom just pushed it over that cliff. <laughs> it's like a Zoom show. It's like yeah, it's like do you even have yeah, you have no pants on. She's looking at her clock. Yeah, I I, I had a therapist live clip her to her fingernails in front of me. Oh my god! I mean, could that be the most? That's grounds for dismissal. And then I walked away. I go, is she testing me? I thought she was <laughs> testing me. Clipping your fucking nails. You need I, another therapist to tell that to. Oh, man. That's, that's appalling. The thing with therapy, and I tell people, they're like, well, it's too expensive. It takes too much time with all this. I was like, you just need, it's like, you need the basics. Like, you need to find out what, where you were with your family, right? Yep. yep like, yep. you need like probably five to 10. So then you have kind of, it's like a golf swing. I tell people, like, you learn, like, if you're, if do you play golf at all? I, I like to, the driving range, but I don't play the game. Oh, uh, yeah. So, like, the grip, like, a golf swing is very different than a base. You can't just, like, swing course, like a baseball. So, you need just the basics. Head down. Yeah, the basics. Exactly. And that's what you need with therapy. You just need to go, oh, I'm the middle child. I was ignored at this age. I This is why I need attention. Yep, yep. And then you could kind of figure things, like, next time you get in a situation, you go, oh, this is. Right. This yeah. is that. I would add family. Family's key. That's like the foundation. You have to know that shit. And then you got to know why you do things. Like, well, you reacted that way, not because of this, but actually because of this thing. And then yes. you go, oh, I do do that. Oh, I blame them. And I was actually the asshole. And you, you got to come to grips with all that shit, which is the hardest part. And the only way to do that is to be present, yep. to, to, yep. to have the awareness of that. My problem was that I had such bad anxiety and panic that in the moment, I'm so detached yeah. from that that I can't even I can't even think back a few months ago. I can't even connect those dots. Right, right. But now I can, you know. But I mean, and then I get a tattoo and yeah. fucked up again, you know. Whatever, you it know. It looks cool, but I do. It's pretty bold. This one's right not there. as bold. It's like a palm tree. It's kind of yeah. chill. This is bold. This is something I never thought in my life. Yeah, I would get this. It doesn't fit you because you're a fun-loving, nice, sweet kid. Here's the thing. Why does this have to be my personality? Yeah, it's like yeah, you're right, you're right. No, I, I had the well, same your thing. Body forever. <laughs> That's part of it. But I get what you're saying. Because like I'll fucking talk to a guy and he'll have like swastikas on his forehead sure. and I'll be like, so yesterday in the stock market that was. It's like you can't talk to me like a normal guy. You have swastikas right, on your head. Right. I get that. Like, so you see the, and we we judge, we judge based off of whatever we wear, our appearance. That's why I respect it because. You judge, I judge, and we're both comics, so we nitpick. What's up with that hat? What's up with that sweater? What's up with those shoes? But this is like, bring it on. This is the ultimate. It's so far deep in. Yeah, I don't even have anything to say. I'm like speechless. <laughs> you know, if you had a goofy sweater on, I'd be like, all right, what sweater? What are you, Cosby? Hey, what's that for Christmas? You know, where'd you get that thing? But this is just so crazy. I don't even. I'm, I'm at a loss. That's how I kind of feel about it, and that's why I leaned into it. I kind of respect that. I mean, I don't know. I just like I'm. I'm honestly like to the point where I just like I don't. I don't know what it is. It could be Zoloft. It could be I'm 40 now. Uh, I really that's don't. What it is. Like if when you leave here, maybe even three years ago, I'd be like, did he not like the tattoo? Maybe yeah. he, he didn't like the tattoo. Was I funny? Was I? I was like, I really like, and I'm, it's nothing personal, but like, I don't give a. 
I, I give a little bit of fucks, sure. but it's gone way down. Yeah. And I don't know what that is. I mean, I'm, has that happened with you where, like, you care so much what people think? Because yeah. I know that's, like, a thing with you in the past is, yeah, like, wanting sure. people to like you sure. and, like, maybe changing who you are to appease other of course, people. Of course, How do you feel about that the older you get? Do you feel like you're relaxing with that? Or do you think that that gives you the edge to want to write more comedy? And do you think you need that to be successful? It's a good question. Good question, Patty. I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, it was long. I read. No, no, yeah, sorry. You, you got it all in. It's, it's a loaded <laughs> question, but I'll try to answer all of it. I was totally that guy. Not even like I got to be liked. It was just I got to be... I got to be okay. Like, I never want to be the guy who leaves the party. And we go, oh, how about Roger, huh? That guy's breath stinks. He's an idiot. He's loud. I hate him. You know, I never wanted to be that guy. So I was always worried about being that guy. And I had a few instances where I was that guy. And it's almost like bombing where you go, oh, this isn't so bad. And I, I, at first I was like, oh, my God, I was in the shower like, oh, Bruce hates me. I got to fucking win over Bruce. <laughs> I would look up Bruce's shit like, oh, Bruce likes uh, classical music. I'll study oh, classical music. My. I'll see Bruce. I'll start talking about Bach or Mozart. It'll start blowing me. It's going to be great. And I did all that for years. <laughs> it was the wrong Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mozart's crazy. Like, what the fuck? Is yeah. This yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. So He's you like, did I that for like monster trucks. <laughs> yeah. So it was a brutal, brutal couple of years. And. But enough times, and then some therapy, and I was like, fuck Bruce. He doesn't like me. You can't win them all. What am I going to win over every human being? There's different personalities, and things clash. It's just, it's just how it's got to be. So then he started realizing, oh, Bruce has got some issues. He's got to deal with his own shit. I mean, you don't even know me, Bruce, and you hate me to your core. Like, that's a little weird. But then you start realizing that, and then it kind of got a little better, and now I'm, I'm, I'm a grown-up, I think. Yeah, but do you so you don't you want to Google what Bruce likes anymore? Not anymore. I used to do. I was hard, hard into it. I was all in. You know when you go to a show, God, and yeah, you're bombing. Yeah, in the beginning you're like, I'm the worst comic ever. They hate me. This crowd, hate your back is pouring sweat, and you're just shaking a little bit, and you dry mouth. And now you do a show, and you go, you're bombing. You go, this shit works. Fuck you guys. This wow. works. You guys yeah. suck. And it's the same with with people liking you. You're like, no, this shit is okay. This this part of me is not that bad. You're, you're out of line a little bit. And it's the same with the uh, comedy. Yeah. It's, it's, and all you really need though, is like one success to kind of get over that. I feel like with comedy success helps success sure. really helps. Cause I remember even with you, like I have memories. Like I remember one time I was at New York comedy club and you had a spot there and then you had a spot downtown mm. and you were like, all right, see you later. I was like, I'll come with you. Yeah. I was like, and then like, and then what I used to do is I'd be like, and I got in a fight in New Orleans and I'm from New Orleans. Oh, You're yeah, from New yeah. Orleans. I like me because I fought outside the boot. Right, you right. got in a fight. And yeah. so like <laughs> you connect like all these things. That's, that's normal. That's yeah. It, we have a similarities. Uh, you start comparing. That's kind of, normal. I guess. Yeah. You learn that too. Like, you're like, Oh, you know, you go into a guy's office. You're like, Oh, you, you fish. And yeah. You, you fucked my wife. I, yeah, I fucked my wife. You fucked, <laughs> no, but like, yeah. Fuck your wife. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty heavy fish. But I like you already. And that's the funny thing. And a, and a part of me wants to tell you like, dude, I already like you. We don't have to talk about New Orleans, but I'm the same exact way. Uh, I do that to people all the time. But you know what though? I did that with Nikki and. And it worked. She, and it worked. Like and she was intrigued shot. by yeah. that. And then she let me host at Caroline's. And then it went great because I've been doing comedy for seven years. There you go. I don't know. It, sometimes it can bleed into a real thing and work out. But sometimes it, people just go. Rrr. But then you see that energy when you get a little bit of success, whatever it yeah. is. 
and you can feel that new comic energy. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I'm texting Jerry. I'm, I'm fucking in a panic every time. And then did he write back? So we look. So he's texting uh, Jerry. Oh, he did. Let me just show the, uh, the folks at home that. It's Jerry Stiller, right? Look at the bottom one. Yeah, oh. it's Jerry, Jared for Subway. Uh, there it is. He gets cool one text. That? Come on. I mean. 37 uh, minutes ago, I'm really leaving him hanging here. Holy you know boy. what, though? He's going to like you more, Mark. <laughs> He's going to be like, who the fuck does this guy think he is? Now, this is great. Uh, I think there's a big step. You're not writing him back for 37 minutes. Oh, I got to do it upon. I got, I, got, I got shit to do, Jerry. I have a life, too. <laughs> but, Isn't it so funny, though, that no matter how high you get, I mean, Seinfeld. I'm, yeah, I'm nowhere. This guy's on the on the moon. I'm in Cleveland. Like, there's someone that's Chappelle, right? Chappelle probably gets treated more like a god yeah. than any person, maybe on Earth. He's hurting his comedy a little. But yeah, yeah. But maybe there's a... I'm, I guarantee Chappelle could be laying at night being going, I wonder if, uh, you know, uh, Brad Pitt likes me. Oh, complete. It never goes... That's the comedy gene. It never goes away. Uh, maybe it's a celebrity thing. I mean, all celebrities, you see them, they're fucking cracking under the pressure with COVID. They're, they're getting naked, they're singing songs, and you're like, oh, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> when you don't have a script in front of you and a director telling you action, you got nothing. You're just a hot shell of a human with zero insides. Insides, you're just a fucking dirty husk. And then you let John Mayer go on stage with you, oh, and you yeah. tell him he's funny. Yeah. And, and I mean, whatever. John Mayer, brilliant guy. Obviously brilliant, whatever. But it's just, it's just... If he didn't have 10 million, you're going to let him meet another musician. How about you let, you know, some guy from Alabama shakes on stage with right, you? Right. Well, they're yeah. apparently friends, but I see No, I saying. know. Yeah, they yeah. are friends, but where, where did the friendship start? Sure, sure. And, you know, I, you know what I see a lot on Instagram, which is kind of funny? It's like someone will birthday, like a big celebrity's birthday and a comic that's pretty big will, will be like, happy birthday, Jim. And then I'll look up and Jim whatever doesn't even follow them oh, back so it's man. like you're just like using yeah. this celebrity to bounce off and i mean and then part it's of weird. it it goes i go fuck that guy and then part of me is like god i would love to be friends with jim of you know course, what i mean of course yeah yeah so it just doesn't but then sometimes you meet these guys and they suck and they're so boring and uninteresting and you're like i'm like nobody bar show guy and i'm meeting this huge arena act and this guy's a fucking dullard. He's boring as shit. He's got nothing to say. He's he's a waste of time. And then I talk to you, who's got zero going on, and it's a it's a blast. So I think you got to keep it real. I mean, some of these guys are just worthless, but they figured out some formula comedically or celebrity wise where they can sell tickets and be popular. And but no, and I I, I honestly I didn't take offense to that at all. But it is funny, like when you met me, whenever you meet someone, depending on the level you meet them at is who they are in, yeah, in your that's mind. Yeah, that's true, that's true. It is yeah. interesting, like, because, like, obviously, we're all, we're all, well, not really anymore after COVID, but we're, if you're getting a little bigger, we're all, like, kind of, like, on the cusp of potentially getting much more famous yes. because of one thing. Yeah, we're, And well, then you get treated completely. different because of this one thing. I hate it. I hate <laughs> the guy who treats you differently because you got this or that, and women do it, too. You get laid more. It's all... Growth. I mean, it's it, it's yeah. It, you watch these nature shows, and it's all the same shit. Like the one bird with the the brighter feathers has got like eight <laughs> birds behind him, and then he gets the mate and all this shit. Or he's got the most nuts, the squirrel. So this squirrel's the king of the castle. And I noticed even in open mic days, like if I did well at the open mic, some guy'd be like, 
hey, I'm, I'm Rob. Nice to meet you. We should get to know each other. We should get lunch. We should get coffee. Let's hang out. Let me pick your brain. And I'm like, dude, I'm a janitor. And I have zero money and I have no credits or anything. And you want to get to know me just because I killed and at this one open mic in fucking Long Island. But then to argue that, Seinfeld's in your phone. I think that's a comedy thing. I think he just goes, this guy works and I, I work. He's a nerd. I'm a nerd. But that's what that guy's saying to himself probably, right? On a, on a smaller scale and the open mic, right? Like he sees you yeah, as yeah. Seinfeld I to guess. him. I, I Maybe may a younger version. I think he just and, likes that I care about comedy as much as he does. Yes. But I'm just saying like his, yes, I get what you're saying. But I'm saying that like if someone's like looking up to you yeah. and you're like, ah, well, I'm just a janitor, you're not giving yourself enough credit right. in that instance i guess but but, but yeah I, it is I think i'm just saying it's human nature to, to flock to success yes groupies and roadies and entourages they just find that guy and they go oh yeah he's my third cousin but we're we're, we're blood baby <laughs> and i gotta get in that green room and i'll i'll wash your car or whatever it is and success i think that it trickles down and so people think they can get some success and it's you know, kind of gross it is it is and i i honestly like i really do feel like I'm aware of that shit now and I'm way better at it's just like and it's just a lot of personal growth outside yeah, of those totally totally I mean but people are people like yeah if I text Bill Burr and I go hey man I got a special I, I'm he's like a god to me I'm yes. such a huge fan I think he's one of the best guy blah 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 if I text him he's like oh I got you man the industry sucks they don't know anything don't worry I'll retweet it and you're like oh what a guy yeah I love I'm nobody to him I'm a spec but to your point to your point, we are, I mean, this is going to sound completely conceited and douchey, but when you look at how many millions of comics there are, there's going to be eight zillion comics zooming tonight, like it means something. And you get road work, you're opening for a huge headliner, uh, you know, Netflix specials and all this shit, roasts. And, you know, she just did a fucking thing with Caitlyn Jenner on Netflix. I mean, that's pretty high level yeah. celebrity. And you're in her pocket. And you're doing all the shit she's doing. You're opening. You're hanging out. You're on the you're on the social media. You're in the one percent, or at least the two percent of comedy. I've I've thought about that, and then at what point am I separated from that and like instilling that two percent? Right, right. That's right. where you keep going. That's but yes, true. but you're yes. aware of that, and that's good. I I am aware of that, and I and, and I, I'm aware too. I was Schumer's opener. I opened for yeah. Papa. Open for you know anybody, Tommy Jonigan, DeRosa. So. You can, or Seinfeld, you can, yeah. you got to be your own thing, but you obviously are with the fucking cat tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I mean, this is crazy. That's wild. This is not so much, but I had to have symmetry. I had to have one on the other side. I got this two days ago, wow. and I got this today. Now, do you feel, you always hear tattoo guys say it's addictive and they got to get more. 100%. You want more already. Dude, I think I'm in the dominatrix. I think I would want a woman to just stab my balls with a fucking compass. Wow. I don't know what it is. Like It's like this pain, and I, got, I have a woman tattoo artist too, uh -huh. and it's kind of fucking, when uh -huh. I'm getting a tattoo, she rests her tit in my hand mm. not on per like she doesn't see it as sexual i'm trying not to see it as sexual, but yeah. i'm literally feeling her nipple in my hand while she's tatting me giving me pain pleasure and i have a tit in my hand Whoa, it's fucking it's pretty hot i'm like <laughs> she likes that too women are smart they know oh, what they're doing with that shit 100 and she's attractive she was pretty cute she was cute. Oh she's boy. cute. All right. She's yeah, cute. Your voice went up. <laughs> she's got, got cute. Uh, fucking cool as shit. 
Yeah. I mean, I know when you say that, it's like, she cute? Cool as shit. But Tattoos like, are sexy, uh, I think. But, like, yeah, no, there's something to uh, – it just would be funny if, like, uh, let's have a tattoo where I can put my dick between your tits. Like, yeah. like different regions to just get her tits on me. Right. But uh, is, I'll ask you this, and then we'll probably head out, I guess. Uh, the oh, okay. the um, the good, good get good app good pod yeah dude i i really appreciate I you being on it. upset the ladies or anything we just i just want to know we're just we're just confused because you're so goddamn secretive then they go man are idiots they don't get it you're like yeah because you won't tell it if you told us we'd get it and we'd be done we'd i be honestly here. think though they'll say well either a you don't listen when we do tell I'm you or you don't ask grilling women i'm or you grilling. Don't i've been doing it since i was 14 but what about the girlfriend that you've had for i grill her and that's what i love about her is she's honest she she'll seems really anything. cool she seems like you should have her on she'll tell you anything yeah she's so cool then what have shit. you learned from her or from being in a relationship this is the longest relationship you've probably ever had right? no i was in a 12 year oh yeah i forgot High you're school. engaged or whatever no never oh engaged. She said no. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she said, go fuck yourself, fatty. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. But it's so nice getting the honest shit from women because you go, I knew it. I always thought that, but they would never tell me. I know. Like, how big is, how skinny is my dick? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, that stuff you don't want to hear. Right? But... Isn't it funny? There's certain things you're like, you don't tell me anything. You're not telling me too much. <laughs> you're telling me too much. <laughs> I mean, I've already heard all that, so I'll take it. But, uh, yeah. Uh, do you, when you, so, I mean, that's, kind of the beauty and being in a relationship for a while you get to really find out things about women and yeah, especially yeah. her and there's that connection that's deeper than just a fucking hole definitely, you know definitely. and look you know being the single guy is super fun it's adventurous but it's so time consuming and at the end of the day you're hurting a lot of people as a guy i think and as a girl i guess if you're a promiscuous lady you know you're, people have expectations and they think it's going this way and they, and it's not and so I always just got sick of that, so I got out. I know, and then you, yeah, it's just, it's a lot of just, did I get an ST? Like, a lot of that, yeah. Just a lot oh, of shit so in your head. Yeah, you know, you pee, you're like, did that feel weird? Do I have something? Yeah. Did I wear a con? You know, all that shit. Yeah. And no, no, yeah. no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. There, last thing I want, like, I, I had this moment where, like, I, I read something, and uh, I get, like, my ignorant brain that I've been trained to have my whole life. And then I've been giving things like two minutes after being ignorant Mm. and then going, well, what is my interesting? Like there's the comic ignorant brain. And then there's the brain of like, Oh no, I I should be accepting of certain things. I might need an example, but I think a little ignorance is good because you can see things clearly. Like a kid is ignorant. (laughs) Yeah. Kids don't know anything. So that's fascinating to listen to a kid. He'll just be like, you're old to a lady. And the uh, lady's like, oh, I'm old. I'm 90. No, but the kid doesn't know that's inappropriate. But he's right. She's old. That's a good point. I like that with kids. Yeah. I love touching kids. I yeah. just, I, I, I think there's something to I'll that. tell you what it was. I mean, this is a hot topic, but it's the, the transgenders. For the last couple of days, uh, Rhea Butcher came out as a man oh is that right as a transgender uh, i had no congrats so, yeah i don't know what you say there i think Mazel tov. yeah i think yeah yeah i'm yeah i don't this is the thing though it's like this one subject is so sensitive right now oh, yeah. and we all feel it as as a country yeah. or like it's just weird man and it was like when the blm black Lives matter stuff, we all feel this like tension oh, totally. and with transgender and then a day later Ellen Page, who's the actress, Elliot, Elliot Page now. So it was just funny because Rhea Butcher goes, uh, she came out as transgender. Then 
the next day, someone way more famous came and stole her thunder. Uh. And she writes on Twitter. She goes, oh, now we could be in a movie together, Elliot Page. And then she goes, man, I was really the star. of Something about like having a ton. And I read that in my ignorant brains, like, fuck you. You're only into this because it gives, uh. it gives you clout and it gave you a celebrity right. and whatever. And your true colors are showing because Elliot came out and is stealing your thunder. And then you're asking her for a movie, but you're being sarcastic, but are you really being sarcastic? Right, right. And then the other part of me is like, why, why do I, why are you caring about this at all? I think you like, just described every, almost every American when that shit happens. So that's, I think it's completely normal. You're supposed yeah. to do that. You're supposed to be skeptical and question things, especially as a comic, but I think as a logical human being. I know, but especially with the, the transgender stuff, it's like, and then I've seen things like where people will be like, well, I don't want them deciding at four years old what they are. And I'm like, okay. And then I watch something and I go, that's such a small percentage of what, not just of the transgender community, but of life, obviously in general. So like, why do we even fucking, why are we even making, why are we even talking about that? Like, why are we even caring? Yeah. And then, yeah, well, I don't it's know. your kid. I, I think you should care. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I get it. I get it. Uh, I don't know. That whole thing is tough with the kids. Cause it's like a, you know, it's like a bad tattoo. It, it's, it's, it can be scarring. It can be there forever if you want to, like, go back. Yeah. And look, kids are dumb. Kids are – they don't know anything. So, of course, it's a risk. Yeah. And, of course, you want to love your kid and support your kid, but also you kind of know more than the kid as an adult, so you kind of know what's best. But it's his body or her body, so you don't want to do all that. But I don't know. It's also weird because people say there's no such thing as gender. But I just changed my gender. Mm. Like, but I thought there was no such thing. But call me a guy. But call me a guy. And if you don't, you're a bigot. So, and then people go, shut up, asshole. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just trying to understand. And you're yelling at me. Do you see how toxic that is? Yeah. I'm just trying to learn, you psycho. And they go, that's not my job to teach you. It's like, well. And then the next day you, you announce you're a woman. And then they go, I always love that guy. Nah, or that girl. That girl I always yeah. love that girl. I know. I always say, I wish people would. Show I wish like the super left would show me the same respect they show a new trans person. You know, just be that nice to me all the time. I know I'm a cis white honky devil, but like it'd be nice to just if you just treated me as nice as you treat them. I know I'm not I know I'm the majority or whatever the hell. Yeah. Like, I'm still a person with feelings. I thought it was all about, you know, compassion. It is interesting, like I don't know who the fuck I, I like if my sexual or like my I know my sexuality, I guess, but like my who I am as a gender. Like if I really sat down and was like, my man or woman, like I couldn't even wrap my head around that. Like, how does that, e I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It I just blows my dick. mind. I have a dick. I have, uh, you know, chest hair or whatever the hell. And here's the I'm thing. A Wear a dress, hair, facial hair, do whatever the fuck you yeah, want. Yeah. I don't care. We're just having a dis like, that's the other thing is like, we're having a discussion, but also like, I am so for whatever, do whatever the fuck you want. As long as you're not hurting anyone else. I don't give a fuck what you do. I feel the same way, and I don't give a shit. And I, I'm sure it's got to be traumatic almost just dealing with that yes. inner shit. Like, oh, what am I? Who am I? I'm this, but is society ready? And is, am I going to be accepted? I'm sure that's a nightmare. So uh, I just hang back and let you do you. But here's the thing for those folks. If we make jokes about it, that doesn't mean we're against it. Yes. I make jokes about bicycles. I don't have a problem with bicycles. Yeah, I know it's a sore, touchy subject, and it, you're, you're tap dance in there on, on eggshells, but, like, 
I, it exists, so I make jokes about yeah, it. That doesn't yeah. mean it's, I'm against it or hate it or think it's bad. I, I just I need fodder for material. I don't know. I've seen how you look in, at my bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, a, I feel a lot of anger. It's a bicycle, but I think it's full gay. <laughs> gay sickle. <laughs> on that note, where All can right. people find you? <laughs> well, you can find me on uh, Tran and Trans. <laughs> oh, come on, right, Mark. We did so good. All right, all right. I made a joke. Mark. And also, isn't a joke a form of respect in a way? We had a, a special needs kid in our gym class. Nobody said shit to that kid. We gave him a blanket and some water and some animal crackers. But it, we made fun of each other because we were all not special needs. And I think there's a weird sign of disrespect to not make a joke about a certain group. Agreed. Okay. And you'll actually, there's this dude on, on Twitter that's handicapped and he fucking, he leans into that. Oh, that talk, hilarious. And it just shows like, I don't know. I, I think they, <laughs> the handicapped person needs to be smart enough to give shit back. I think that's maybe where the, yeah, the yeah. line is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But um, yeah, so you're on Instagram at, at being cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah uh blacked.com no i'm at uh mark norman comedy i'm coming up when does this come out uh this will be next tuesday oh great i'm in nashville coming up um i'm all over the road I'm side splitters in tampa florida man here i was just in tampa and uh yeah twitter instagram tuesdays with stories check it out and check out out to lunch uh on youtube how many views is that we're up to about three four point three do you think you've gotten more from that than your half hour on? Oh, yeah, it's not even close. Night and day. That's a whole nother conversation I could have, but next time. All right. All right. Thank you. Comedy. <laughs> Praise Allah. Wow. Oh, kind of looks like you, Mark. I got to check this text. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles, everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. You're standing in deep, you're getting real wet. You ain't that deep because you're kind of shallow. Shallow in the brain and shallow in your heart. You'll never get that deep inside the water, girl. You'll never get that deep. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. No, when you're standing in the puddle, you don't know where to go because you're so deep. You don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know how wet I am because I'm so wet. That's who I am. I'm so wet. Wet. I'm so wet. I'm so wet. I'm so, so, so wet. Now, come on in. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down and then everyone will come over here. Yep, puddles. Puddles, puddles.